Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. I'm trying to strategically do it, and my first move was, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and secure this area with one of the leading stand guys and be a distributor to where nobody else can. Oh, 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 you can't sell that stuff anymore, even though you've been buying it and reselling it. Because there's a guy here in town that's kind of been doing that. I'm like, I can't do that, brother. Hello? Nathan Downs. What's happening, brother? Nana, what's up, dude? How are you, buddy? Nothing, man. I'm sitting here uh, going through the video from the show we did Wednesday night. Yes. And it uh, looked like you were falling asleep. Uh, uh, did you not like the content? No, it was it was really good. I, I had an early morning. I think I started that day at 4 a.m. Got my uh, swole on early in the morning. And <laughs> it was just, I uh, did. Yeah. Yeah. My, my gym mornings really start early. So sometimes I'm still acclimating uh, yeah. as it comes. So, yeah. So uh, if you're listening to this right now, uh, Nathan and I just finished the Wednesday night show. So we're about <laughs> four bourbons in. And I'm like, why the hell not record a, a phone call and ask me about my day? Exactly. So if you could see Nathan right now, he's his leg is shaking. And it's probably because he needs to go to the restroom because he's been drinking yes. so much bourbon. <laughs> True. <laughs> so look, bro. Forget all that. Reason why yeah. uh, we're doing this call, pre-staining. Talk to me. I, I, I want to know about this. Yeah. Um, you've been doing it. You've been places yes. that are doing it. Yep. I'm trying to strategically do it. And my first move was, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and secure this area with one of the leading stain guys and be a distributor to where nobody else can all right, so let me sure. get that out the way. Yep. Oh, 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 you can't sell that stuff anymore, even though you've been buying it and reselling it, because there's a guy here in town that's kind of been doing that. And I'm like, I, I, I can't do that, brother. Shut him down. Right. So <clears throat> that's what I did with Postmaster. They had some yep. Postmasters on a truck today. And uh, when they showed up in my yard, I was like, yo, where are you going with those Postmasters? Because I'm the... Uh, MF and Postmaster guy around here. And uh, it was to another fence company, but they have an account with Master Halco so they can buy them. Okay. But so I was like, all right, that's cool. But I sealed that deal up. <laughs> I'm sealing the expert standing seal up. Mm -hmm. uh, I got one of those nifty little uh, machines that are coming. Granted, it's all manual, but. Mm -hmm. I like it because my guys can throw it on the back seat of their truck. I can throw a guy, a little $10 an hour guy in the truck with them and say, guess what you're doing today, brother? You're pushing fence boards through this machine. Yeah. And that's it, right? Yep. Sure. So um, I'm trying, and I'm going big. So I'm buying an entire uh, truckload of boards that can be stained. We'll just leave it yep. at that. I don't have to worry about drying them out. Ready mm. to go. Kiln dried. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> this is why this is why we have a love hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to know? 
Because I can tell you all about all the nuances that we've experienced over the years of doing pre-stain. So when you run your boards through whatever machine that you like to use, (laughs) are you getting a lot of drippage? A lot of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, any quality designed pre-stain machine will have some sort of back brushing or back rolling occurring, right? And it all depends on how the machine does it. So um, our machine flood coats and then back rolls off the flood coat, right? So it's back rolling. It's not back brushing. Correct. Yeah. It does not have brushes. It has rollers. Okay. Okay. So that explains why you're probably having a little more drippage when you stand the board up. So the difference would be, two, every stain has a different consistency. Exactly. Uh-huh. So some stains have drying agents in them and some don't. Uh-huh. Some oils are different than others because of the VOCs and stuff. And I'm not an expert on this crap at all, but I'm learning it as this comes along. But um, that because of, uh, because of the way that the stain um, works that we have... Through the machine, I mean, it dries within, you know, we run them at the shop. Um, It takes up a super small footprint area. There's a little bit of drippage. So we have a reclamation area to set up aside. Same way you would do it if you had a, uh, uh, if you had like a dip tank or something like that, right? You're going to have some type of rack or some area. You're just going to stack them to let them, uh, any extra excess off the tips of the, uh, off the edges of the, the pickets or boards or whatever you're staining right. um, drip. And then um, usually within the same day, um, we're able to band those up, bundle them up, get them ready for the job, and then take them out on the job site and uh, immediately install them. So, which is a different tactic than what we've seen um, with what like you guys are going to be doing because a different type of oil that maybe doesn't have the drying agents and some of the other things that that might make more sense to actually do it on site, right? Because you don't want to be touching it too much and, you know, get the oil everywhere or, or messing up the back brushing that you've already done. Well, but, with the stain that we're using, it doesn't have all those VOCs and stuff in it. So um, we don't have to worry about flash driving, drying, stuff like that. Sure. Um, you know, so it's just a different stain. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's a different way to get the same end result, essentially. Exactly, exactly. Right. So the uh, the one thing that I have noticed over the years of doing it, man, is using a kiln-dried product compared to something that's not kiln-dried is the kiln-dried uh, soaks up every ounce of stain you could imagine, um, which is good, but it's also bad. <laughs> from a cost perspective, because I have wasted thousands of dollars in unaccounted for stain. And I've even come through and like, we've reformulated with the guys that help us do our pre-staining. We've reformulated our numbers Mm -hmm. many times and it ends up still not being enough. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, we've done it so many times, but you never know which load you're going to get. Right. And you never know if you're using like a cryptomeria uh, Japonica, or you're using like a Suji. incense cedar or a sugi, right? They're all a little bit different, 
And every time, because of the foresting, especially overseas, um, you never know what that wood's going to do, man. I mean, it's just, it's wild. It's, it's freaking wild, wild west of wood. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. I got you. I just pulled out my <laughs> wild, wild west. So, yeah. So, anyway. Um, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. I got a magnet under my desk with that. That's so, cool. I got a sub nine underneath my desk, brah. So anyway, um, uh, yeah. So I'm just trying to learn and figure out how I'm going to do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my deal is is how do I take a market that doesn't stain and turn it into a staining market? <sighs> you got to get creative, bro. Yeah. Right. I think doing the things like what um, Caleb's integrated with your expert stain and seal, um, the warranties and stuff is a big driving factor. I think that's a great idea um, in concept. Now you just need to actually offer that deliverable to your clients. Right. 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 Like, so you explain to them like... It, you know, we stain to protect and, and et cetera, et cetera. And the real, the stain is going to, that's funny. He's holding this, he's holding this piece in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you stain to protect, especially like on a higher quality um, install, like a cedar install or something along those lines where, um, you know, even a lot of the, um, the treated pines that you guys do, like we don't do any treated wood up here in Oklahoma, but you guys do the treated, it's going to, you know, it'll work kind of depending on, you know, you can't really. So what do you do on pre-staining on that? Like we don't, we don't ever do it for the reason of, you know, it comes in wet. If you let it dry out, it's going to bow. So like, you know, there's a lot of those things that I've been concerned about, which is again why we don't do, um, treated products. But what do you, have, have you had those discussions about treated? Well, we're not going to offer the treated pine pre-stained. That's right. You're doing the good, better, best. No. No, I'm not doing no. the good, better, okay. best in that. Okay. This is just what we got. So um, you're going to get a fence or you're going to get a pre-stained fence. And the pre-stained is only going to mm. be in cedar. Yes. Because I don't want to have the pine dry out. Oh, you want pine? Uh, well, you don't. Qualify for that program. Like Sorry. it. Love it. That's all you do. Yep. People are like, what do you mean? Makes sense. Well, you, you don't qualify. Sorry. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Yeah. And I, I don't know anyone that is staining um, treated lumber, but or pre-staining it. Right? I, I mean, look, I man, can't you can, imagine that. You can, you can pre-stain pressure treated pine right out the bundle. Sure. You can do it. Is it going to soak up as much? No. No. Is it going to stain it? Sure. Yeah, it's going to stain it. And it guess looks what? funky. And I've done what? it. That's why I'm saying it. Yeah, and guess what happens? In two or three years when it's time to restain it, guess what? It's dry enough. You restain it, and life is good, and you keep on pushing. But the good news is we don't have stained fences in my area. So you know what that mm. means? Nobody knows it looks bad. Yeah, True. See what I'm saying? It's a good point. Yep. It's a marketing deal. I, I think there would be something 
there would be something to say about being able to stain on site with those kind of products too. Yeah. So we're going to do a kiln dried. We're going to pre-stain right there. We're going to offer a very unique um, program. I'm not going to say what that is because a lot of my competitors listen, but they don't need to know what it is. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to offer a very unique program where you're going to get a pre-stained fence, and we're just going to leave it at that. That's good. You know? So, anyway. I love it, man. Pre-stain's been good for you, right? Yes. Um, it has helped us on a lot of our custom and high-end pro- projects that we've done. Um, you can go to our website and see so many examples of where people wanted a certain look, a certain finish, and pre-stained allowed us to have a leg up in the game, right? To give that level of quality that the customer expected. And then it allows me too to control all of the different products that we're using as well, right? Like if I want to use Western Red on this or maybe like a instant cedar two by four or some type of import somewhere, like I understand how all those woods are going to react so we can make adjustments with our staining process and, you know, still provide a quality product with whatever options we're using for um, the wood itself. So, yeah, I think, I think pre-staining for years has been, you know, it's the way of the future. I mean, you know, it's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. And like we talked about on my fence life tonight, I got a bunch of guys that I would not send out with a sprayer. And have them start well, look, staining look, jobs out in the field. Let me ask you this, man. Um, what are you staining? Are you drying your Western Red out? Yeah, so normally we don't. We often don't have to. Um, some of them, we check moisture content of the bundle beforehand. But very often, we can get away um, the moisture content still within a stainable range. Uh, because of the flood coating and how our stain machine does it, um, it doesn't matter because over time it's going to soak up anyways. Um, the only time we have to worry or really not worry about it, but address that is in the dead heat of the summer, right? Like that would be the only time that I'm looking to make sure that we don't have, uh, any, um, any crazy stuff happening with the, uh, uh, with like the back brushing, the back rolling. All right, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on, you know? Yeah. So, so many ways to skin the cat, man. Well, uh, we'll talk about this more later. And uh, I'll holler at you. I got to get, get out of here, man. It's getting late. Okay. I understand, man. Hey, thanks for calling me. Yeah, we'll definitely talk more about it. I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys are doing with all your staining stuff. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, all right, bro. You have a good one, and uh, keep on fencing, bro. See you, bro. You too, man. Bye. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. 
To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life. 